that's the big pitfall, right? Making those opinions part of your personality and your identity. And then once that becomes part of your identity, then you're going to defend that to the death. And Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Hugh. So we have this question from a trader, and the question is, what should I pay attention to if I don't have a model of the world yet, and I want to incorporate some fundamentals into my trading? So do you have any thoughts about how you would go about creating a model of the world if you're using <laughs> fundamentals? I think you would start, or at least I would start with um, work it backwards, like who's successful trading fundamentals, right? And then what are they looking at? And then kind of learn from there and, and then go from that. Um, I think that a lot of people will try to make a model of the world that they think is right, but you know, it will be way off. It won't approach reality. Like one example I heard was this guy used to be a coffee bean trader. Like he actually physically bought and sold coffee beans. So he knows how to trade the coffee bean futures market because he's really good at that. He knows how the mechanics work on the back end. But if you're just sitting in your, at, your, at home and you're just looking on Bloomberg or whatever, and looking at news about coffee, then what you get from the, that news can be really skewed in terms of how the mechanics of that market actually works. So I think that would be my place to start if you're going to do fundamentals or if you know something or if you know a lot about a market, let's say that you work in cybersecurity or something, then you might want to look at trades in that market like stocks or whatever it is and uh, kind of take it from there. Otherwise, it's, it's such, a, such a huge pie that you have to like try to whittle down to a small little trading strategy that... I think it's almost impossible to start from the big and go to the small. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I was saying that um, I mentioned to this trader, I said, well, you kind of, like you said, kind of want to work, work backwards. So like, for example, uh, some people, what they do is they'll actually plot out the, like the non-farm payroll numbers mm -hmm. or the CPI numbers. And they'll, they'll sort of superimpose that on, on the, on the, the chart of like Euro or whatever the pound or what have you. So they can do that. So that's kind of a way of like turning the fundamental data, the the CPI data, for example, into almost like an indicator. Mm -hmm. And so you can see if there's like, is there any correlation there? Or you can run correlations on that. You can also pull the data off of economic calendars. So you go and get the economic calendar historically, pull that data off. And then you, like, if you're going to use the, these data to dictate your, your positions, you would go back and forks tester, take your positions based on where the data drops on the calendar right so you're going through like the excel spreadsheet and then taking these trades and seeing you know if, if you can make it work it's really hard though to say you know i want to trade fundamentals but i don't have a model of the world you kind of need to have the model of the world first yeah. you might have some ideas like some very simple ideas like cpi or interest rates or whatever that you think is a really important thing you know consumer confidence whatever you think is the big obviously with currencies it's interest rates are the are important elections, um, jobs, inflation, all of those things are really important inflation because it kind of relates to the interest rates. So all those things are super important. But I mean, the shortcut is what you said, like, so you, you might just say, well, Warren Buffett is the guy that I want to follow or whatever. So you would just learn as much as you can read all the Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger books you can and then try and figure that out or find someone else who you think is really good at 
fundamentals and sort of try and adopt their point of view as well. You could do that. Like I remember the first book I ever read about the markets really was the book by Peter Lynch. You know, he was talking about he would just drive to the malls and see which stores had the most or, or drive to stores and see which ones had the the full parking lots. You know, oh, there's Bed Bath & Beyond has a bunch of cars there. So I'm going to buy shares in Bed Bath & Beyond. You know, he did things. I don't think it was that simple, but he kind of, you know, broke it down that way. And so like that made a lot of sense to me. So if you can do things like that, if you can come up with ways to cut through what's important. You know, if you listen to these interviews of these guys on uh, and, and men and women on these channels where they talk about fundamentals, they're often kind of, it almost always boils down to like three things, like one to three things that they focus on. You know, this, the, the Bitcoin, you know, bull is going to go, well, you know, it's, it's the Fed's printing money and Bitcoin is scarce. <laughs> you know, there's only 21 million, you know, so they'll say things, you know what I mean? Like they usually come down to like one to three things that they're really focusing on. And so it's, it doesn't have to be that complex if you're going to be a fundamental trader. You often, you often see that these, these people who base all of their fund, all of their trading, all of their efforts on just a handful of ideas. Yeah, I would, do, I would, I would try and shoot for that. You know, wherever you get those ideas, wherever they come from, whether it's books or from your backtesting, something like that, so that you get to the point where you go, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I think. This is what I believe. And so this is, you know, this is my approach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think you have to look at the market too. Like you said, it's very simple. It's just basically supply and demand, right? So where can you get supply and demand information? I think it's a little harder in currencies. Stocks is a little bit easier, I think. And, um, you know, just looking through that and then going back to your point on the, uh, the data, plotting the data out. I think last week I saw a indicator on TradingView and they had the COT data, commitment of traders. And uh, it doesn't w quite work, but uh, you can kind of look for that kind of stuff on the platforms and see if they have indicators already built and that could make your job a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, the commitment of traders, there, is that is that for the futures market and the and the pros? Is that from the, the CFTC? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know that's that's tough because it doesn't come out does it come out weekly or something? So, yeah. Or is it? Yeah. I think it's weekly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't think it's daily, but yeah. So yeah, that, that's the thing you need to, you need to find your approach. You know, this question from this trader, what should I pay attention to if I don't have a model of the world yet? And I want to trade with fundamentals. It kind of suggests, I mean, between, you know, reading between the lines, it kind of say, it's kind of saying that I need to have some overarching massive thesis about, like you know what I mean? Theory, that's yeah. kind of, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and well, I guess what we're saying is you don't necessarily need yeah. that, right? Like yeah. if you're going to be Peter Lynch or any talking head on Sky News or CNBC or, or Bloomberg or whatever, they've all kind of boiled it down. Like, and you can go on YouTube and find these people talking about, you can find plenty of them on there where they're talking about like um, the one I've been following lately and we, we can link it up in the, in the show notes is Stansbury Research. Oh, yeah. So she does, uh, yeah, Daniela Camboni. She does a really good job. Yeah, she brings in all these guys, you know, all these people with totally different um, approaches. And it's amazing how different, like you can sit there and, and like in an hour or an hour and a half or whatever, you can watch three completely different approaches. It's just like sitting down and watching the, um, you know, the stock market channels, the business channels, it's the same thing, isn't it? Like, but she does a really good job of kind of like knowing where everyone's coming from and pulling out the, the important questions. But if you, if you watch those, you'll just see the same thing. It's just, they, they're focusing on, one to three things and that's really driving their decisions and they're completely convinced of it you know the good ones will actually have 
they'll have alternative. They'll be like, well, I think this is what's happening. But if this happens, you know what I mean? You kind of have to be looking for evidence that doesn't support what you say and have more than one path. So, you know, there's people who have confirmation bias who just focus in on their their thing and they and everything all the evidence supports that mm -hmm. then there's people who have um false duality and false duality is where they like well it's either this or this <laughs> but usually in life it's not usually this or this it's like this 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 you know there's a lot of options so that's where you really want to be as a fundamental trader i would say is you want to be in that mindset where you have the path you're on you think this is where we're at but you're looking what would have to be true for me to be wrong mm -hmm. and you're looking for that Right. And it's not just two paths. It's not the false duality of this or this, but it's okay. I think it's this path and I'm going to look for things that could be true. And if they're true, then I'm wrong. And then, then I have to look at this path and then I have to look at this path and I have to, you know, you got, you just want to be more open to what could be happening, I guess, is, you know, that openness, open-mindedness is really important. I think for people who are in this area, because they have to be able to switch quickly like when they're wrong when you're wrong is because a lot of these people they don't use stop losses and stuff right they got major positions or position traders and stuff and so they're like long haul traders holding on to these things so you gotta you know you gotta, at a certain point you gotta go okay that's it i'm done i you know shifting you know pulling my money out of google now mm -hmm. you know i think google is has or, or whatever it is so yeah that's that's really important too i think is that flexibility yeah, yeah totally and on Stansbury Research, I really found um, Rick Rule useful. If people want to check that out, Kiyosaki's always good. Obviously, who else? Um, Gerald Caliante, he's always entertaining. Oh yeah, he's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and there's a couple guys in there. Like I'm like, ooh, you're eighty percent wrong. <laughs> I'm happy that she puts them on there because you know they're twenty percent right also, so they might hit something. But any any favorites of yours? She yeah. calls them out too, you know, like Max Kaiser, Max Kaiser. I saw that one the other day as well. You know, um, I don't really have favorites. Uh, I guess what, what I, what I like about those is they're, they're, they're relatively short. They're usually like mm. under 30, 30 minutes or under. Right. Yeah. And so, and also what I like about is just getting exposed to the ideas. Cause I'm not really a fundamental traders per se, but I really like to see what other people are saying. And I don't, I can't, I can't deal with like the, um, the news channels and I don't watch those. So, so like, you know, you, YouTube is a good place to go. Like and those in particular are really good because you get such a wide array of opinions, you know, like people just like gold, 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 you know, people will say, you know, energies or cryptos or whatever, like there, there's always these different uh, approaches and, and, and the reasons why, and some people will say this, the same, they'll have the same trades on or the same positions that they're looking at for completely different reasons, you know? And so, I mean, that's what makes up the market, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. So I just like, I like to, to watch them because I want to challenge because inevitably I have my own ideas, even though I try to trade technically, but uh, it's good, I think, to be exposed to the counter, the other side of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for me, I like that. I really like the, um, the other side. The big one for me is yeah. like the Bitcoin maximalist, like Max Kaiser and um, who's that other guy? Sailor and those guys. Because I, I don't think Bitcoin yeah. is like all that, but these guys seem to think that. So I, I like to listen to those guys in particular. They really challenge my opinions on that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, um, who was the guy that died in uh, Spain? He was the McAfee. McAfee, right? McAfee, yeah. Was it John McAfee? Yeah, yeah he was kind of like Kaiser, you know, where he was like, you know, Bitcoin's going to go to a million dollars this year, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that was like two years ago or whatever. 
I think it's just really good to see why people say the things they do. Like, what are they thinking? Why are they thinking this? Why do I agree or not agree, disagree? What, you know, I just think it's really good for, for us to be exposed to those ideas because I just think once you get locked into something, you got to, it's really difficult to get out. So if you're in that flexible mindset where you're, yeah, you're in a path, you believe that's the right path, but you're open and you, you say, what would have to happen for me to be wrong? What would have to happen? Like, how would I, then what do I do? Right. And then which path do I go down? If, if I, if I get these data coming in that confirm that I'm incorrect. That's the big pitfall, right? Making those opinions, part of your personality and your identity. And then once that becomes part of your identity, then you're going to defend that to the death. Yeah. So the, obviously, yeah, the people that are able to, to disengage you know, ideas, theses from person, that's, you got to have that. And, and that's a rare skill, actually. It's a rare skill. We know from research as well in um, people being able to coordinate theory and evidence. They usually just, when they say, well, why do you believe this theory? You're supposed to say, you know, support, support it with evidence, right? Like that's, that's science. Um, and then people will just restate the theory in another way. <laughs> and so th th that means you're not, you know what I mean? You're, you're just not, you're not at that point. And, and you'll see this with people when you, when you discuss things, they often, they'll, they'll make it personal or they'll, they'll, instead of um, attacking your thesis, they will, they will, you know, they will go with, or, or some, or a group's thesis may not be you personally, but another group that you're talking about, they'll attack them, um, you know, just ad hominem attacks, which aren't really, they don't have anything to do with the ideas. It's just that, oh, well, those people are stupid or those people are dumb. <laughs> then, you know, you're not dealing, you're not really dealing with anyone who's, who's thinking about the ideas. Now they're, they're just devolved into name calling. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they're great. you can't, re you can't really have a con conversation with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, something to be aware yeah. of. All right. Thanks, Walter. Yeah. Thanks. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only, and is not trading or investment advice.